Hello. Hello there, and welcome to another Picnic Table Ant Chat with me, your host, Tom from Ants and Rock. And today we've got a couple of guests with us. First, we're going to start with Alfie from Ants Hayward. If you want to go ahead and introduce yourself, buddy. Hello, my name is Alfie Healy from Ants Hayward. And um, I started ant keeping um, about a year and a half ago. So, yeah, that's me. Cool. cool. Well, it's really great to have you here with us for just a quick interview today. And then we'll Hi. move on to our next guest speaker. So, uh, moving on with our first question. So, what got you into ants, Alfie? Well, um, when I was a kid, I always found it fascinating how they build, like, their tunnels and everything. And I just like having, like, it's very hard to explain, but I like having the um, authority and stuff of having to feed them and just having a pet, really. It's like taking yeah. care of different things. It's yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Okay, so have you got a dream species of ant that you would like to keep? Yes, and I currently am keeping them, but they're not too, doing too well. Chromatogast butellaris. Okay, okay. So what's going on with them? Well, I got them in, I think it was September, late September, and they came from Movement Ant Store. Still don't know whether she's fertile or whether she's infertile, but only time will tell, really. I thought they were brew boots at first, but there's still, there's, a, there's like three, I think, larvae now. I think three larvae. Okay, so it's getting there. You just got to yeah, do a bit more time. And, yeah, yeah, just a bit more time and hope for the best. Yeah. Yeah. Only time will tell. Yeah, definitely. Is there any other species that you really want that you just haven't got yet? Yeah. Honeypot ants. I've always wanted to keep honeypot ants. Yeah, yeah. They are fascinating. I've got a colony of the European honeypot ants and the fake yeah, ones. Just awesome. Pardon? Which, which one? Mexicanus or the fake uh, ones? No, no, they're like a fake honeypot ant. I can't actually yeah, remember. Yeah. Proform uh, something or other. I cannot remember the name. What the golden one? The gold ones, like bright gold. No, not oh. gold. The the black. They're they're from Europe. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah but yeah. um, I got them from the ant lady actually. They're pretty cool. They're still in yeah, the test. Still good. doing quite um, still quite small a colony, but I think they're doing all right. You know, every time I look in there, there's a few repletes, like absolutely filled Massive. for the brim. pretty cool yeah <laughs> so I, I want to get um what is what do they call them the mini hearth things with the, oh, the light yeah. ones the light up one maybe i'm not too bothered about the lights really but that kind of style because that gives them yeah. room to hang because wh where they're honeypot ants they really need that space to hang from the ceilings well that'd be cool to see in a video an unboxing yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, um, hopefully, you know, things are always in the works. Yeah, and I uh, don't know whether, um, I think in the future I'll be unboxing praying mantises because I'm starting to get a lot into that. I actually okay. like praying mantises. I was actually very scared of them when I, like, was a bit little, but yeah. um, and now I actually understand what they do and how much they can grow, and it's incredible, fascinating to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not one I actually know much about, but I have started doing some research into praying mantis because I think I might introduce them into the ant corner at some point. Um, 
what I've seen of them, they are really interesting, amazing uh, insects to watch. You know, really, really cool, actually. Um, so, yeah, like they, I might get one myself. I'll probably follow your lead on that, actually. Well, it depends because there's certain like species that I want to keep. Like the other, like the plain prey mantis, I can't remember its uh, actual name. But I okay, think yeah. it's called me- Meo Mantis. Yeah. Um, the other, the like the orchid mantises scare me still to this day because you just don't know where their face is and where they're going to attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that. Um, Some are very aggressive too. Yeah, I've seen um, like leaf stick insects. Leaf insects are sort of like that I, as well. I, I yeah. was gonna. I was actually second guessing myself uh, not long ago because one of my good friends in Spain actually sent me a gift card for Amazon and on Amazon they sell like the actual habitat for like 15 pounds I believe it is okay with the stick insects so I was thinking maybe I should get this but then I thought the time's not right I'm moving soon so I'll just put it in in the in the basket as you would say yeah yeah that's that's probably a bit my Amazon basket is constantly mine. Like, dropping less out. Yeah, mine too. It's a disaster. Constantly adding and taking away. Because yeah. you can get some good ants on, on Amazon too, but it's not a good option, to be fair. Yeah, because yeah. Because I, mean, I got I mine. Go I got mine. Batagasta scutellaris from Amazon from Movement. And I don't know whether to trust it twice. But yeah. th- there's also people like Best Ants UK that sell on on Amazon, yeah, so I might give them a go next time. Yeah, best I'm best ants UK are brilliant. Like, I use them quite a lot. A lot of my enclosures come from Best Ants UK. A um, little bit expensive, but really good quality for what they are, you know. Like, I've yeah. never had any issues. And there's just um, – I like the curved corners of the outworlds and things like that. Just, you know, it suits me how I like it. I would like to also share a little story on one of my first ever ant colonies I kept. Yeah, go for it. Well, well um, it started off as just a little hobby that I had with my mum. Me and my mum saw this video on Howcast. It just came up in the recommended. So I was like, oh, this could be a good hobby. It's actually got yeah. me into ants. And um, I had a colony, like, without a queen, just like a few ants I found on my tree in my back garden. So I thought, right, okay. oh. I could. I didn't know at the time you needed a queen because the instructions were very unclear. Yeah, yeah. So they ended up dying off, which was very sad to see. And it's just, it's it happens, you know. Like I, yeah. I think every beginner, like ant keeper, goes through something like that, where like you get an ant and it's you, you just forget some things and you're unexperienced at the time. So yeah, it happens I mean, with every ant keeper. But yeah, um, anyway, I made this bottle ant farm. I'm pretty sure it's still up the video. How cast how to make an ant farm and he was like you needed two bottles and you made it but silly me pea brain nine-year-old me thought it was a good idea to add kinetic sand to the mix right <laughs> so um, at the time it i thought it was a good idea i thought it'd be yeah. easy for them to make their tunnels but yeah. it did not go so well i think two workers died so it, it was a bad experiment. So I put the other ants back in the tree and I let them carry on with their work. Right. So that's something I've never come across before. Do you think it was like a poisoning situation? Is the kinetic no, sand poisoning? No, I think they just couldn't um, like get enough moisture out of it because kinetic oh, okay. sand just bounces off, you know? Like yeah, yeah. 
it doesn't merge well with water. And it maybe could be poisonous, but it was like yeah. a, uh, a kinetic sand mixed with something else. I wanted to add colour to it, and it was just, um, it was a disaster. It just broke down because it gets hard after a while. So I thought, oh, they can maybe make a tunnel out of this. And I started yeah. them off, and some of them, I think, went in and just died. Yeah. And it could also be from stress and all, because when they separated, they sometimes just end up killing each other or they just yeah. die from stress. So that's yeah. kind of been for them things. It, it could, yeah. I mean, like I said, I've never never experienced it. I've never done kinetic sand myself. I suppose it's interesting to see what happened. Okay? Well, it, it was an experiment gone wrong. Let, yeah, let's just yeah. leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, leave it like that. That's fine, yeah. Okay, well... Um, Go on. Do you like Ants and I? Have you ever yeah, had an experience with Ants and I? Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's was really good, of, I was thinking of buying off him too, like to yeah. get my praying mantis started. I yeah, think yeah. Off him. He's really my pink pen. <laughs> he is really good. Um, I've got my Manica Rubida queen off him and doing fantastic. And he's an absolutely great guy as well. Like I've done a bit of you know communicate with him and he's just a really mm -hmm. nice guy means really well wants to work hard and you know do good for the community so yeah he's a great oh, guy talking about like being a, a shop owner i actually yeah. wanted to start my shop but i'm still learning in business studies how to open a shop like you know online so yeah, yeah. In the future, we'll hope to see an ant haywood stamp on the google so, oh wow so well, I've, started, I've, I've got a lot, a lot of ants, uh, last year's Niger Queens to sell off too. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, well, we'll keep our eyes open for when you open a store. I'm sure we'll give oh, you Oh, big... the second that shop opens, you're going to get a surprise mystery box oh, shipped to your house. Don't oh, that would be, be brilliant. Thank you very much. Um, no so on with the next question. You've already sort of answered it with that story. Um, the question given to me by my daughter actually is what is your best and worst experiences of ant keeping like have you made any other mistakes have you had any absolutely amazing moments you want to share yes in spain when i first started ant keeping like um i was at the pool with my sister and we decided and there was a massive i think it was a last lacious grandis colony there was okay, and I was very unexperienced at the time, and I did not know that the queens that were at the colony itself that have not flew yet was infertile, yeah. and they yeah. still had their wings. I knew that that if they have wings, they're not in, that they're not fertile, but they yeah. sometimes keep their wings on. So I thought it was a guess, but silly me nowadays, I would have just waited around the pool yeah. and look in the grass to see if there's any on unlike winged queens yeah, yeah. Uh, but that was my loss and I ended up letting them all go and putting back because the, the nuptial fight was still happening at the time so they would have got mated and hopefully have a successful colony now and yeah, one of I my agree. best one of my best um, experiences was when I first got my mesobarbarous colony from Ant's house Ant's yeah. house in Spain they were very good with me I had a partnership going with them and everything yeah. <clears throat> and I got it for my birthday um, and a massive uh, house and ant world and I ended up having to move to England that's where I currently am now and I give yeah. my um, my colony to one of my other myrmecologist friends in Spain and he now has a free queen colony I believe in Spain and it's going amazing 
Oh, very cool. Very cool. I actually got um, my my Mesa Barbarous colony of ant houses as well. I bought uh, the T-shaped formicarium, which I've got Lahusius niger in, um, off them. And it spent like a month in the post, roughly this time last year, like middle of November, December time. Mm-hmm. And then it, was, it might have been slightly late. I can't remember, but it was cold. So I was a little bit like I saw the ants there and I wasn't expecting ants. And I was like, oh, no. But they were all fine. Actually, they're doing really well. I feel like mesobarbarous go through a lot anyway. Like they don't really bother with cold or hot. They, uh, yeah. I oh, they're, my... quite, they're quite hardy, but they they can be quite a pain at the same time to actually get a successful colony going. That, it, be that is very true because yeah. just as I was giving my colony away, there was going to be a massive burst in workers because um, I got the mushroom nest, you know, the mushroom nest, it has like a secret water thing. I got that yeah. and it started to get moldy and my friend had all the kit to replace it. And I was just like, Oh, you're going to have a good time with this. Cause <laughs> then again, it was like 80 pounds worth of stuff. I give him and he was blessed because he was like a starting myrmecologist. I taught yeah. him everything he knew. I give him one of my ant books and I just let him know everything. And I give him like all my ant syrups. I had a whole kit and I just give it to him. To get it. I think nowadays he's got like bigger colonies than me. And now, now that we're on this topic, my last year's Niger colonies, I have a few yeah. at home. And um, I've, I've put my mum in charge of taking care of them for the few days. I told her what to do because I'm at, yeah. at my nan's on holiday for a few okay. days. So um, I've put my mum in charge of keeping them. And I've got about 30 workers now, my last year's Niger, which I caught in nice. August. She's amazing. Yeah, nice. um, have they gone into hibernation or are you just pushing through this year? Um, I, I'm debating on that. It's a 50-50, I think. Some maybe, and the others maybe not, because some are not doing too well and they've got a lot of, like, pupae. So I, I think I'll hold off on a few and let up, and then I'll hibernate the rest. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I've got some in hibernation, some in not. But my main colonies of them have actually just refused to hibernate this year. They're just carrying some on like that. normal. I think... My- um. Go on. Oh no, you go, you go, no, you go. You yeah. I think the weather this year has just been so messed up. Like, because mm-hmm. I, I, I was seeing bees like a few weeks ago, and it's just been up and down so much. I don't think anyone really knows what they're supposed yeah. to be doing. Unless you have an actual like humidity system with like, you know, like I seen a post on Facebook like half an hour ago. It was uh, this yeah. guy, he had this thing for frogs. It was a humidity thing. I think that would add a lot to it and then help them to push through the hibernation. Yeah, yeah, okay. I can I can, I can understand that. I mean, we're doing an experiment with Ant's Hood, whether actually, like, what effects it's going to have mm-hmm. after not hibernating the colonies, if you know what I mean. So, yeah, it, yeah we're going to see what happens in, like, a year and then a couple of years. It's going to be a long process, but well, hopefully the effects of what it actually does to the queens and whatnot i was thinking of like doing sort of something like that but i was gonna let my friend do it since he has a much larger colony and because i've never known since do i never thought of this but do like colonies that have been put together like polygynous queens that have just like late been put together do they share the same pheromones i think 
they kind of after being put together their pheromones kind of mix and then yeah eventually yeah. they will share the same pheromones so if you know what imagine I mean. if you had like half your colony like you had a double queen colony half was hibernating and half was not it'd be a good situation but not the best yeah yeah because you'd have some problems with because you can't really feed them and it'd be a disgrace to be fair because <laughs> you can't really feed them in hibernation so half of the colony would just be asleep and the others would just be out foraging yeah I mean, well, I think that's kind of what's happened with a few of my um, colonies anyways, to be honest, my smaller ones. Um, some of them seem to be really active and the rest of the colony seems to be not having it. So I don't know. It, like I say, I think, I think this year is just a bit of a mess for them. Yeah. I think next year, like early next year, maybe in March, when I think I'm going back to Spain, I think I'm going to take a trip down to Ant House and actually see the, the like factory and yeah, everything that, i'm gonna video that that would be really cool actually do that because i want to watch it It'd be so cool. there's a guy that i watch he's spanish he's called um el mundo de las hormigas he's uh it's in spanish right, el mundo yeah. de las hormigas I'll, right. I'll hope i'll send you the link through messenger but he actually yeah, did that and it's amazing what they have they have a new factory now though like it's in another part of Tribujena in spain right yeah so it's, I can't wait because I'd love to go see the factory and all like the different new modules that they haven't put out yet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I keep saying that I'm going to take a journey to go see some of these factories that are building them. Not factories, but the shops or whatever. Yeah. Um, they're just very far away from me. <laughs> True. My, me too. I wanted to go to the one in Berlin. You know, the... Oh, yeah. And, yeah, the I can't remember what it's called, but um, it's in Berlin. It looks amazing like all the different things on display it just I can't, remember, I can't remember what they're called either but yeah that that shop is phenomenal um, it looks what incredible. that's what my dream is to be fair i want to have a shop like that yeah. with everything on yeah. display yeah it, yeah that is like it's amazing i i'd love to go there myself i've seen like people go on tours around it and stuff on youtube and wow yeah. um yeah <laughs> Blows your mind, doesn't it? Like if you can walk in, there's just ants everywhere. Yeah, so it's like incredible. You know, there's one thing that I can't wait for, and it's our next nuptial flight next year. Yeah. Our nuptial flights are going to be insane because yeah. now I'm more experienced. I understand them fully, and I'm going to be ready with my test tubes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, the whole time leading up to nuptial flight, I carry test tubes on me all the time, um, ready to go, cotton in and everything. They're in my bag, they're in my coat, yeah. everywhere. And like, yeah, the minute I see them, like, I was on the walk home from the gym last time and I could see like just a trail of queen ants on the floor. I was there crawling oh. on the floor, getting them. People walking past me like, what is it going on? You can't on? have shame, to be fair. You can't be ashamed if it's what no, you like, what you no, like. I, I stood down there and explained it to several people. I was like, that's the Queen Ants and this and that. And I said, I've got my YouTube channel that I do. Do you know what my excuse is? Whenever Pardon? people ask what I'm doing, I just say to yeah. them that these Queen Ants are worth money. And they're like, what? I'm going to yeah. start this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. Uh, but, depending um, on what species you get you could get quite a topic, money on the topic of nuptial flights and stuff my mum was like I had some money when I moved to England and it was my first like nuptial flight in England and I was like this is it's going to be a nuptial flight soon you know when you feel it like after a rain you know it's yeah. coming 
so I, I ordered before like the nuptial flight they came right on the day and I was just ready on the way home from the post office I just had all my test tubes I was like oh look there's last year's there's last year's Flavus just on the yeah. floor I'm just gonna pick him up her up sorry um yeah. but um uh, I haven't seen many I've only found last year's Niger and last year's Grandis this year I didn't see any actually I found a Manica Rubida queen but she was infertile which is oh, very that's... very disappointing yeah, yeah. Very sad. Uh, I only got Lasius Niger and Flavus this year. That's but I've I stopped. I, I like, I had, like there was loads going on. I just had to stop myself. Me too. I the only reason I did is because I ran out of test tubes. Yeah, <laughs> I just well, know I know my capacity at that whole yeah. ankle was getting it's a little bit up and down. Like, God, move things about. You never have too many ants. Well, no, you can never have too many ants if you've got a big enough space. True, very true. Yeah, so I was yeah. thinking of also building, like, when I get my house, when I move, I was just thinking of making a whole room dedicated to just ants. Yeah, like, have well, I mean, posters everywhere. Yeah, I'm stuff. going to do exactly the same, um, what I'm planning with my next place, but I won't go into it. But, yeah, that's that's always, I think everyone's got that dream to have a whole room dedicated yeah. to their ants, you know. Yeah. And I was also thinking of having like a corner for clay mantises, another corner for like mealworms and feeder yeah. insects and stuff. It's going to be insane. Yeah. The future yeah. is going to be incredible because, you know, like I'm turning 16 in about like two years. So I'll be able to start making money and stuff. And it's yeah. just going to be incredible. And I'm just going to just enjoy life. Yeah. I mean, you, you've I, got a great knowledge to start with to go into it at yeah. a young age. You're going to be, you know, by the time you're my age, you'll be flying. Yeah, thank you. But um, I remember uh, a few like months after I started getting really into ants, I, I, I started making this book. And it, let, let, let's just say I finished it. It was about yeah. 100 pages long. And um, in my school, my biology teacher was in, amazed. Because yeah, there's stuff bet. in there that even he didn't know. Yeah, I bet. I about bet. food boosting and stuff. So in front of the whole school, I had to get up and do a whole presentation on them. And I feel like everybody in that school had an ant flag. You know, like them little pole flags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know everybody them up and it was just incredible. It was a good that experience. Is awesome. That is awesome. That is awesome. Right, I'm afraid I'm going to have to wrap up the interview there because we're going to have to move on to the next guest speaker. No so if you want to, If you want to go ahead and say goodbye to everyone. Goodbye, everybody. It, I had fun being on this stream. It was a good experience. I highly suggest doing it again. Brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant having you. Thank you very much for joining us and sharing some of your ant-keeping experience. No problem. Thank you. See you later, Tom. Bye, guys. See you again soon. Hi, Tom. Hi, Jason. Welcome to the picnic table ant chat. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. Do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself for all our viewers? So I'm Jason. I'm an ant addict. Um, I've been an ant addict for about two and a half years. Um, I think it all started when I bought a nest with some free ants for, for my son uh, from Ant House um, in, yeah. in Spain, Mesa Barbaras. Yeah. There you um, go, yeah. 
we had a go at that and I did really badly. It, I did better than I, I should have done, but yeah. it was it was it was pretty shocking. You know, I didn't okay. do any reading. I just put the sand sand in this uh in, in the sandwich part sandwich. and just yeah. threw them in and expected them to, to thrive and uh I, I think it lasted about six months and then they killed the queen. So oh. okay. Um, well six months is still a good long yeah, time it, it wasn't bad but by then i kind of got there i it, it annoyed me that i wasn't good at it yeah <laughs> so i was like right okay i'm gonna i'm gonna have more uh more of a go at this so yeah it's kind of snowballed from there really as um, it does yeah for all of to us the point where i'm kind of sat in my ant cave at the moment um uh you know kind of surrounded by them yeah yeah well that's like we were just saying that's like every ant keeper's dream isn't it to have a room just full of ants well work gets in the way but um yeah. you know because because it, it, it's my office but i kind of it's half office half half hobby room so yeah, yeah. that's yeah. um the best office decoration is ants so Okay, so what have we? What have you got? Want to show us around? So, at the top, I've got uh, Phenogaster dulcinea. Nice. They are probably the world's most boring ants. They. Okay. I've had them for quite a while. They're really, really slow, or they have been really slow for me, um, and they don't really come out the test tube very often. Okay. So you know they're they're not. They're, they're not the world's most exciting ants, but we, you know we'll, we'll persevere with them and see if we can grow those up to a to a decent size. Yeah. Um, these two here, I, I've just uh, done done these kind of little naturalistic setups because uh, again they weren't doing very well. I've got a, a, an automatous on on Odonta panera transversa in there, and she wow. wasn't doing very well in a in yeah. the, the test tube. Seems a lot happier in there, more heat, more yeah. humidity, and we'll yeah, see yeah. how it goes. Uh, and I'm not even going to pronounce that one. Uh, that was <laughs> You're doing better situation. than I have That's, to. Uh, You're doing amazing. Pachycondylura stuta. Right, so, okay. Again, I'm quite into Ponderine ants. I like the uh, I like the, the, the kind of more primitive ants that, that yeah. have smaller um colony sizes because obviously i've only got a limited amount of space so yeah yeah that I don't makes want, sense. you know keeping leaf cutters in in this room would be um yeah. be a bit of a yeah. nightmare yeah i love these um i've just i've just bought these um from uh answer us the diacarma ruginosum i was asking you about quick questions about them um, yeah the bullet ants They've got a bit funny because I've provided this lovely little hybrid nest here. Yeah. Uh, but they're digging in the, in the limited amount of um, substrate that they've got. Yeah. But yeah. They, they seem quite happy. Love natural setups. Um, that's what my ones are in. And yeah, they absolutely love natural setups. They just, I think they just enjoy digging. I, yeah. I am thinking I'll leave them, I'll leave them be for a, for a while, let them get settled yeah. down. And then I'll probably. Uh, take the hybrid part off and try and get them in a bigger, um, yeah. bigger natural setup because that, obviously that's not very big and it's not got enough digging. But they've gone underneath the, the moss that I've got at the back, and yeah. this is a uh, an experiment that I've got down here with um, uh, bumblebee uh, millipedes. Yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, the, again, I, I bought those. They, I haven't seen them. 
No, no. I've put, I've um, put, put them in there. What size? Know. What size are they roughly? Oh, well, they're they're, they're, tiny, so they're probably about two centimeters. Yeah. Um, I put mine in, and they were really small, like that. I didn't see them until they were probably you know two or three, about that long, quite long, two yeah. or three inches, four inches long. Yeah, a, a lot of growing underground before they surfaced at all. But now I do see them quite regularly. Um, there was one out for an entire day just roaming around. But it's usually at night time as well they'll come out. Yeah. Yeah, I was looking forward to kind of having them roving around while I was working, you know, because I like yeah. watching. Yeah, uh, yeah. Boring, boring work. I hope nobody from work actually watches this video. But, yeah, I spend more time kind of studying the, the <laughs> than I do yeah. paying attention. Yeah, yeah I get that. Um, I was going to say something about the bumblebee millipedes. Oh, cucumber. Have you tried putting cucumbers in? No, they've only got uh, dead leaf litter in there at the moment. And I've put a right. bit of um, dried fish in. Um, yeah, yeah, fish flakes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think... My isopods, my isopods are doing a lot, lot better than those. But um, yeah, the, the the millipedes, yeah, they're just a bit boring for now. <laughs> try, yeah. If you try cucumber, they might come up for that. Um, I try and place it against the glass, and that way you can see when they do come up. Um, and the other thing, no, I can't remember. Completely irrelevant, probably. Yeah, I, I might try them on a little bit of veggie, you know, lettuce and stuff like yeah. that, see if, they, yeah. see if they come up for just, it. But, um, just see if you can draw them out, you know. Yeah, and, and the other side, this is my kind of uh, larger colonies. I've got yeah. um, polyrachis in here, which I've just right. expanded yeah. into this the new ant, uh, ant boy tube. Nice, yeah. Um basically i've had a massive die off with them so i don't know what's happened with okay with the environment but they've, they've not liked something um, something yeah in there uh, and i don't really want to start taking it out i'm just they seem to have stabilized now but um yeah it's, it's really worrying because they, they they've been doing so 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 well yeah yeah i know that yeah. um and it's really disheartening when you when when you're doing really well and then something knocks them back and you're like, oh. yeah, um, yeah. I mean, my polyrachis dives this they quite like they can put up quite a lot, but the slight thing like if the water level gets wrong and they're too wet or whatever, they just they just leave. <laughs> they just and they don't, off, they don't have like taking their dead around, don't they, Tom? You know? Oh yeah, yeah. But, right. So when mine were in the smaller tank, uh, it was I don't know that big or whatever. They would just carry it round and carry it round for days. Yeah. So I actually would get my tweezers and take the dead bodies off them because I didn't want them exhausting themselves from walking around too much. Now they're in the larger tank with the water. They carry their dead to the pond and chuck them in there. Okay, fair, yeah. fair enough. Yeah, I, I've been doing. You know, I spoke to you about it, didn't I? The, yeah, yeah. A few weeks back, and I, you know, I've been doing that, but there's been too many of them. Um, okay. Uh, but yeah, well, we'll see how it goes. You know, you yeah. cross your fingers and hope. And um, it didn't help that I've got a heat mat on the back. Um, yeah. That, that had dropped off. Oh, so, okay. 
that would make a massive difference yeah yeah it got really cold and, and i i didn't realize I, I i it's been so stable and I, yeah. yeah i've got all these these lovely little fancy pants um yeah things i buy them in bulk from china they're about three pound each oh wow um and basically you know it, it will record the temperature yeah, uh, not like the, the standard ones. It, you know, you get an app and, and it will tell you what the temperature's been over, you know, How an hour, week? two hours yeah. a week, a month. And okay. I haven't really checked it. Um, they've been so, it's been so good. Daily, it's like, yeah, it's yeah. fine. And then yeah. you kind of get a, a situation yeah. like that where it's like, yeah, whoops, kicking yourself. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I've done the same. I've done the same myself. Um, I, I didn't, when it was getting colder, I didn't put the heat maps and things back on fast enough, basically. And I didn't actually have any issues, but I I definitely came close. I, I yeah. looked at the thermometers, which, like you say, because it's normally stable, I don't tend to look, and one of them said like 19 degrees or something. Oh, yeah. yeah, oh dear, time to... Get the heat cables on, heat <laughs> on, heating on. Get the hot water um, bottle out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, the room itself is still like twenty something degrees. Like it stays at twenty six degrees generally, but the corners and like the areas where some of the ants are do get a little bit colder. Yeah. So yeah, I just like you say, you've got to monitor it sometimes and just yeah, get out of that. What do they yeah, call it? You, complacency. Yeah, you get a bit complacent sometimes, and I think yeah, yeah. You, it's one of those lessons that you learn quite quickly is you know you check you know just check yeah, check, yeah just check, check. And check again yeah. you know it doesn't take it doesn't take much to just you know once and every now and then pick your pick your thing up you know i'll look around and see see if there's anything untoward and um yeah, yeah. Uh, i've also got a really strong com uh, uh colony of nikos that yeah um, that i've got in these lovely little um Chinese heated nests that absolutely oh, yeah. amazing, um, all self-contained. So they'd be really good for the honey pots. Um, yeah, that's that's exactly the sort of thing I want. That's really cool. That's one. Yeah, um, I can share the link with that. Um, yeah, you know, with everybody. But they're they're about forty quid for the for the Outworld and the. That's not bad. Uh, uh, and the um the the, the kind of nest yeah, but the nest, they're heated yeah. you just set the heat plug them in and leave them and honestly they've been absolutely top notch okay little, wow. little um water reservoir here to to keep the humidity up if you need to yeah. to do the humidity but they don't like it you know if i put water in there they they, they all kind of move out so i watered okay. yesterday and you can see they're all well there's quite a lot of them in there yeah in the outworld yeah. but normally if you don't if you don't water it they they're, they're quite happy and they'll they'll all be in in the nest and i got my trap jaws at the top here nice um, trap jaws i'm not sure how they're doing it to be honest because no? they're um i see i see a lot of them but i had a big die off of those when they first when i first put them in the um uh put them in the enclosure uh and i was like oh my god they're all, you know, they're all going to go, but it ended up, um, it, they've ended up kind of being quite happy now. So, 
I think I've heard that a few times with trap jaws. They don't like being moved about, I think. Like, people just tend to have big die-offs when moving them, and then they make a recovery again. I think, I think the thing is that you don't get too stressed out about it. Just yeah. you know, put them in, leave them alone, try and you know create the best at, uh, environment that you can for them. And then you know, and normally, you know, if you haven't killed the queen, they'll, they'll kind of they'll find their yeah. own... Yeah. find their own kind of that level at some stage but yeah i think the, the the biggest mistake i made when i was first started ant keeping was killing them with kindness you know you, okay. you're, you're fiddling and you're oh you know feeding them and you're giving them big piles of food and yeah. sugar water and, and 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 that every five minutes and yeah it doesn't work you know right. the less you fiddle with them the better yeah. really yeah, yeah, um, definitely. Um, one of my colonies, the one which my daughter owns, um, Lacius Niger, right? So I got that Lacius Niger at the same time as another Lacius Niger, and I already had the colony of Lacius Niger. Right, so there's three, three colonies already on the go. This one's got a head start. Her one, which got fed less often than mine, and like she just. She would do things like once a week she'd add carbs, once a week she'd add protein. She kept them in the dark, whatever, didn't ever look at them. Whereas like you, I would yeah. you know, do this, do that. Hers are just flying, absolutely hundreds and yeah. hundreds. And mine are just like in the 50s maybe, like completely failing. Like not failing, but nowhere near. What not her. strong, no. Yeah, and it's like... <sighs> All right, Amy, you beat me there. Well done. Yeah. You know? And she doesn't let me forget it either. She's like, oh, my colony's doing better. Yeah, than I'm yours. a better ant keeper than you, Daddy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know if you caught the mini interview I did with her earlier in the week, just for a bit of fun. But, um, you know, I chatted to her about her ant colony. And she does know her stuff. I'll give her that. Yeah. And she, she also knows now that fire ants don't breathe fire. Yeah, yeah. I like when when I first got my aunt, she thought that was the case, but no, I've yeah, had to. My, my son was like that. He said, "Oh, don't go near the fire ants, Daddy. They're dangerous." And I, I, yeah. I, uh, I was like, "No, they're not dangerous. You know, don't put your hands near these ones and these ones here. Yeah, uh, yeah. They're the ones that will uh, that that will give you um uh, a nasty thing. You know, the the." the the, the age of ants and, and the transversal yeah. as well they're supposed to be quite um uh yeah. you know pack quite a big sting yeah so i've been doing research into the toxin produced by the bullet ants um you can actually buy it which is quite worrying but yeah you can yeah. just buy little pots of this stuff it will like mess you up for weeks like yeah because obviously there's a chance I might be getting stung by them at some point. All right, we're um, going to try do that thing where you give yourself micro doses of it to try and get the. No, no, no. I'm not even going to do that. I'm just going to let them sting me. I'll pull up with it. Um, yeah, yeah. I've had worse things done, but um, <laughs> it's it like messes with your nerves and like really, yeah, yeah it's proper nasty stuff. I right, um makes you sweat, can send you like cons contorted whatever the word is yeah it's pretty nasty stuff so yeah be careful with that one yeah yeah <laughs> well these are i don't think they're, they're like wasp stings or bad wasp stings rather than um 
Yeah. You know, like the, the proper bullet ant, the, the, yeah, the South yeah. American bullet ant stings, you know, that we yeah. see all the, the these crazy ant. guys uh, going on TV yeah. and, and getting purposely stung by it. I, I'm also I'm also quite into acorn ants as well, but they're in the they're in the, the cellar in the in the fridge downstairs. Yeah. Um, yeah. having their little winter sleep. Um but they're you know I buy the little mini Vortex outworlds from Antboy yeah. uh, and I've yeah. done a couple of little naturalistic setups for those. Um uh, and hopefully they'll kind of kick off next year. They've not yeah. done much this year, but I got them quite late. So uh, okay. yeah, we'll see what see what happens. It is a colony I've looked at as well, acorn ants. Um they they're just interesting, aren't they? Because they're just so different to other ants. Yeah. Uh, and you can, you know, you, you only need a, a hair gel yeah. sized pot you yeah, know, to exactly. keep them in, uh, uh, and you know they don't take up an awful amount of space. Uh, no. Provided you you're a bit sensible with you know making sure it's absolutely airtight and and yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, you should be fine. Yeah, yeah, I'm, uh, I might I might venture into it. Yeah, do it. Uh, yeah, go convince the wife. Well, she wouldn't even know. Just, just put it on the side. <laughs> yeah, like a little pot of, uh, like a little pot of food or something. And yeah, it'll, been, yeah, she'll never know. The whole time, it was there the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, like um, uh, walnut shells. I just put yeah. walnut shells in, you know, with instead of um, uh, acorns and that, and and half pistachio shells, and just put them in a you know in a, in a small layer of substrate and just let them yeah. let them go at it and they seem you know quite happy in those that sounds a bit cool actually yeah they are they, you know i've got three of them all they're all kind of slightly different but the same yeah and, and they look really nice on the shelves you know especially when you've got the light on um yeah yeah uh, I, I quite you know kind of like uh sitting there and kind of watching watching what goes on yeah yeah i mean like I could sit here for hours watching the tanks. I do sit here for hours. I, speaking of which, right? So when we started the stream and I did the live feed in, I was expecting the dives to go absolutely nuts. Now there's probably around fifty or so ants out at the moment. What? Are, they're just running back and forth along the yeah. like highway bit that I built. I have a feeling they're going to start building in the little crossover section. Bit. Okay. So, yeah, I think that's going to be interesting to watch for the next few days. They might not, but the way they're running about and they're not... They like satellite nests, though, don't they? they yeah, yeah, and they're so... not overly paying attention to the food that I put out, but the level of activity, they're definitely up to something. Yeah. Don't know what. Don't know what. That baby crab, so cool. Um have you seen the baby crab video? I have, mate. I, yeah. You know, if I had the room, I would I would look at doing something like that. You know, so yeah. I'm trying to be as naturalistic. I, I, I've gone from being somebody that was very um, acrylic and modular. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm going to keep them in this and it's going to be nice and clean to somebody. I, I now think that it's it's better if you, you know, if you don't go the whole hog and give them a great, you know, great big tank, at least make what you give the ants a little bit more interesting and a bit more home, homey for them yeah, yeah. You know, as far so, as you can as, as you know as well as man's concerned but enriching their lives yeah I think, yeah 
yeah. So I I've mean, yourself and, and Ryan at, at Unscapes are, yep. know, are, are a real inspiration. You know, you look at yep. the, you look at some of the setups that that, that you two have Stunning. done, and it's like, oh yeah, that that looks fantastic. Um, yeah. And yeah, I mean, Unscapes. Um, I can't remember what it was called, but really recently he's done this big square looking build and waterfalls. Are, absolutely amazing like yeah it, he's, it, he's, yeah, very, he's yeah. a very talented man he's online isn't he as well yeah he is i just saw that he's there yeah ryan that is absolutely amazing i haven't had a chance to comment on it properly yet but stunning tank amazing i want to know what you're going to keep in it though probably frogs or something is he is he typing i don't know he might reply in a minute we'll wait and see we will wait and see I don't know, he might be he might end up keeping the baby in there. Oh, 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 uh, 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 he's, yeah, he's there. He's there. Uh, yeah, bless him. He had a baby. Well, his missus had a baby not long ago, so congratulations to them. Everyone's yeah, having babies so. at the moment. I don't know why. I'm not having any more. I've done my part there. Me either. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a quite a big one for sale if anyone's interested. <laughs> I'll swap it for uh Mr. Man. I'll change his room into a leaf cutter room. My <laughs> wife will, will like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's the dream, isn't it? It is always the dream. I oh, Atskip says dark frogs, crested geckos, or vampire crabs. Oh, he doesn't. Okay, that is a hard one. It is a hard one. You should do like um, be, be on his Patreon feed anyway. What do you yeah. want in there? Yeah, that's it. That's that's it. No, 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 yeah, yeah. Right. So I've got a few more questions here. We've actually pretty much answered all the questions that I was going to ask. So I've just kind of let the chat flow. Have you got any advice for beginner ant keepers? Yeah, don't fiddle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Try, try, try. I know it is really difficult. You know, uh, when you get ants and you're very excited and um, you want to be watching, you want to be checking on the progress is is just let them let them get into a state. You know, you can take a it can take a whole year of just leaving leaving them alone or, or you know interacting with them minimally until they yeah. get to a stage when you kind of put them in their own nest or you know or, or in a bigger setup and then you can start observing them and watching them and you know when you can feed them in and out world properly and you're not kind of yeah. rolling the test tube around or, or, or you know disturbing them too much then then you can you can have the fun but the first year you know is just or, or, or as long as you can just keep them in the test tube and keep them um keep them dark and don't don't fiddle yeah yeah 100 percent. that's like i think that's the best advice to give to all beginners patience is the main thing is uh, and research as well you know there's so yeah. much good information out there um, yeah yeah every um, species is different in some way you know and if you don't know i mean uh, there's quite uh, there's um i've got some um oh, what they're called um gatekeeper ants um, yeah, and I can't find much information about those. Um, just ask, you know, if just go on a on a Facebook group, you know, there's two or three really good ones out there um, where people give you all the advice that that you need uh, or point you in the right direction. Yeah. There's tons of YouTube content out there um, yeah. for people. 
just do your research. Um, yeah. And normally before you get the ants, not, you know, don't buy them and then do the research and find out that perhaps, you, you know, they're not quite right for you. Um, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're I, I think you're right. I, for that, of that as a next person, you know. Um, yeah. And I've lost loads of queens over the past two years where I've been a bit over ambitious or not really knowing what I'm doing, but jumped in yeah yeah and I've, I've scaled back my ambition now as well you know yeah i did have about 30 or you know 35 um colonies and queens on the go at, at one wow. stage wow um, yeah it is just like no that's silly i haven't got the room for them when they go bigger and it yeah. was when the nico started getting bigger that you yeah. that, that i went oh actually you know i need to think about this because if that happens with all of them then yeah i'm probably going to be looking for a new a new wife and a new home yeah um, yeah yeah exactly exactly like, this is what i mean like i could buy all the ant colonies in the world but having the actual space for them when they grow yeah. is a whole nother matter yeah um like with my big multi-species tank the dives are just gonna keep growing and growing and growing like hundreds of thousands potentially and I'm going to have to upgrade their tank, and that's going yeah. to be a big job. Um, I've got plans for that already going, and looking into it, it's going to cost thousands. But we won't go into that. We won't tell the wife. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, so it, like you say, you just got to be prepared for that next step because they're not yeah. always going to be in these small containers, um, and it's not always going to go right for you, is it? And is it? You know, the first time that you put your ants into a nest. You know when they truly are ready to go into a nest and and you see them you know kind of feeding and, and that it's, yeah. it's very satisfying it is it a is, very satisfying yeah. feeling um it is it's a great feeling actually like knowing that you've you know done that done the best. Well. yeah yeah exactly especially if you've had it just from a queen like literally just the queen yeah. straight from nuptial flights if you've managed to raise a colony all the way to a successful colony yeah I mean, it's a great feeling isn't it knowing yeah, that you've definitely. done a good job yeah and like you say if you can enrich their lives and like i say you can kind of tell if the ants aren't happy do you know what i mean they kind of mope about and whatnot yeah and when or, you, or they start digging at corners or you know or, or, yeah you can see them trying to get out of where they are uh, yeah and you kind of That's know it. either it's an expansion time or um they're bored the board yeah 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 and that's that's fair enough you know like any other pet you would a dog you'd give it a toy or you know anything yeah. needs some bit of enrichment and yeah yeah definitely um do, 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 maybe do, there's do. a market for ant-sized jenga or something like that <laughs> oh. um maybe i was um something I can't remember who showed me, but someone's put a whole doll's house in their ant outworld. So all the ants go about like this little doll's house and whatever. Yeah, it it looks cool. Yeah, you know, you know the, uh, uh, is it Ansel that's got the, the tanks and all that lot, the, the, the army tanks and things in his um, yeah, yes, setup? Does, yeah. You know, there's yeah. loads of people out there that have. Um, unusual type things in in, in their setup, yeah. you know, and it, it all adds to the interest, doesn't it? Yeah, um, definitely, definitely. 
I, I might try something like that soon because I, I always do kind of natural, like make it look like nat. You know, yeah. I've got a few other things in my mind because I want to move away from what I've done a lot of already. But we'll see. We'll see. I'll probably end up doing exactly the same as I've always done. Well, maybe it's a challenge for Ryan for his next build. You know, get something yeah, stupid yeah. in in one of his yeah. um, in, in one of his setups. You know, something completely unexpected. Yeah, well, me and Ryan were actually talking about doing a sort of build-off at some point, so maybe we should do that with a theme. Maybe, I that, think me and Ryan... That would be a good, fun thing to do, you know, like a, yeah. know, I think an aquarium theme or, you know, a Barbie house or, or something stupid like that. Yeah, you know? something stupid, yeah. Or, what was it, I, I thought of one a while back for millipedes, actually, Um Getting like a little play park made in the middle, when like, <laughs> ah, you know what I mean. It would be like yeah, yeah. Like a little flea circus type Yeah, yeah, oh, that'd be brilliant. <laughs> so I've got another question here, and this one is a bit of a big question. Can raise a lot of interesting feedback. What do you think of live feedings? It has its place. Um, I I don't. Um, necessarily agree with people showing them on YouTube channels. I, I, I think, you know, it, it, personally, I don't think it's there for a spectacle. Um, yeah. uh, I think really, if the ants need it, then then give it to them. Um, but it's safer anyway, you know, if you're kind of pre-killing your insects, you know, you put yeah. them in boiling water or you're freezing them or whatever, it kills off. Nice. any potential nasties but yeah. you know where you have got species i mean the only thing i do is is i live feed fruit flies but um yeah. you know anything bigger than that you know goes in the tank in a in a state where they can just consume it it doesn't yeah um, that but saying that you know there, there is the the occasions where you think that you killed it and <laughs> yeah and it's like yeah it comes oh, back and the yeah. crickets jumping around like like there's no tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I had um, one of them come back to life once and like it started fighting back and eating the ants and I was like, Oh no, and I got in there <laughs> finished it off rather quickly, we could say. Yeah, I got that now I, I, I use boiling water basically and, and yeah. do it that yeah. way. But you know, when I first started I didn't realise that, that was a good thing to do, so I was kind of dispatching them in other ways and i won't get yeah. into the graphic detail but yeah you put them in the tank and then they you know they pop back to life but that, that yeah. doesn't happen yeah. anymore uh, but i yeah, think it's more humane for both the ants and the and the feeder insects as well yeah definitely well ryan's just replying uh they would love to have a swing and rope in there too and like climb the flame yeah i think i think me and ryan are gonna have to chat about this idea a little bit further because yeah, we, we're going to have a build-off at some point. We may do it ages ago. I think Ryan actually did his, and I was just so busy at the time, I failed completely and just didn't get it done. So yeah, I, you're, you're at an advantage now, Tom. You, you, Ryan's gone very quiet for some reason. You know, he's not as uh, active as he as he was. Well, today. yeah, for some strange reason, we won't yeah. go into the crying thing. Of, yeah, yeah. Oh, what's this? Oops, 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 stay here. Okay, chat's just going really random there. Um, have you got any other dream species that you wish to keep? 
Do you know what? I, I don't. I like I said, I like the the, the primitive ants. Yeah. Um, I really wanted the diacarmas, uh, yeah. you know, the, the, the Asian bullet ants. I got those. I, I ummed and ahed and I was like, oh, do I need another, do I need another um, tank? Do, do I need to keep those? And I've got those. And I got the trap jaws that I wanted as well. So for me, you know, I, I'm not. You're happy. I, I'm happy. Yeah. Leaf cutters, you know, all that kind of stuff. It's like, yeah, they're, they're really interesting. But, you know, big I. Big commitment. The, yeah, the commitment uh, and the space and things that you need uh, uh, are kind of beyond my capability at the moment. I do like the thought of, of, of the um, honey pots, um, yeah. and I, that may be something I look to in the future. But at the moment, I think I've got a nice level of uh, of uh, you know got, of, of colonies yeah. on the go. Um, yeah. I, I think you know it, I, if anything dies off in the next in the next year or so i don't think i'll replace it i think i'm just trying to try and stick with what i've got and, and see what i can do with the ones that, are, that, that i'm looking after at the moment i think that's a really sensible answer really really sensible yeah fair play right well i'm gonna end our interview there it's been absolutely amazing having you on the stream with us jason thank you very thank much, no, thank you. Do you want to say goodbye to all the viewers? Yeah, goodbye, everyone. Thank you for, for tuning in, listening. Um, yeah, been a, been a pleasure talking to you, Tom. And it, it's nice to actually talk to people about ants. You know, it's my guilty little secret normally. Um, <laughs> and you mention it to, I mentioned it to my friends and family, and it's like, you're a bit weird, yeah. aren't you? Um, but yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it's really nice. But thank you for, yeah. for inviting me, and thank you for letting me uh, have a chat about it. No, no problem. It's been great having you on here. And we, we all just love chatting ants. Like I say, guilty secret for all of us. Me telling the guys down the gym that I keep ants and stuff. And yeah, exactly the same. You know, they just kind of a bit weird. All right. <laughs> Whatever. But yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on, Jason. I shall leave you to it now. Thank you very In much. Words of Ryan. Peace and love. <laughs> Okay, so that was absolutely brilliant. Thank you all for joining. I'm here for another few minutes. If you've got any questions of what I've been up to or anything, feel free to ask them now. Um, next week we have ants and I've got a big list building up. So next week we have ants and pets joining us for our next stream, which is going to be absolutely amazing again i can't wait and i can't wait to see you all there uh, uh great to see something yeah it was a really good stream actually i really enjoyed that it was nice to have a couple of people on as well just for a bit of a quick fire thing so um i mentioned about the baby vampire crabs so cool I've been getting quite a bit of footage with them. Uh, yeah, so what have I been actually with my aunt? been getting quite a bit of footage with the vampire crabs, um, just because they're so amazing. They're, like, tiny and just really, really cool. Um, apart from that, not a lot's been happening with the ants. Um, in the last week or two, nothing major's really happened. Obviously, the dives are on, like, a mission to do something at the minute. That tank's just exploding with chaos and yeah there's like I say about 50 or so eating the 
eating the roaches. Sorry, I lost my train of thought. About 50 or so eating the roaches. But they're running back and forth all over the place at the minute. So it's, I don't know what they're doing. We'll have to wait and see. The diacama, they're not really doing anything special. Um, no, none of my ants are really doing much at the minute. Some of them hibernation. Some of them have just got really slow and, I don't know, not doing a lot. Um, Manaka rubida. Actually, I can talk to you about my Manaka rubida. So the Manaka rubida, we're doing really, really well. And then I considered moving them. In the end, I decided not to move them, strictly because they were kind of walking around the outside of the outworld, and they just seemed like they were a bit bored. Um, they just needed more going on. So um, I decided not to move them. What I did was I added a load of fake plants at the back of their enclosure, just to, as we said earlier in the stream, give them some enrichment in their lives. Um, I've had a bit of a die-off, so I think I was on about 12 workers. I've definitely seen six bodies come out, which is quite surprising. I don't know if the numbers are coming back up or because I refuse to look into the test tube, especially when we're having a die-off. So, yeah, I'm just waiting to see if they start coming back. I'm a little bit disheartened by the six dead because I'm not doing anything different. I literally haven't changed anything apart from plastic plants. With you know that that shouldn't be killing the ants at all. I just don't know what it is. Um, I might have a look in the test tube at some point. I probably won't. I might be tempted to move them into like a, one of those all-in-one units. I don't know. I just don't know what to do with my Manica Rubida at the minute, actually. Mm, yeah, so if you've got any suggestions for that, give me a comment, uh, get in contact, let me know. Like the idea was, I was having a nest sent to me for them, but that's a long old story. It hasn't happened. I've got quite a few nests spare, so I could use one. I don't know. I'm just chatting, ramble. Um, what have we got? Yeah, the, the start a YouTube channel. He probably should. To be fair, he probably should, Jason. Um, so if anyone is on Twitch, feel free to check out the Ants on the Rock Twitch stream because we only have like three followers on there at the minute. It'd be really cool to get a few followers on the Twitch and get that spreading about as well. Don't forget you can check out these as a podcast um, after. I upload it a couple of hours after we finish the stream. You'll be able to check it out on Spotify, check out um, Ants and Rock or The Picnic Table, and that should bring it up straight away. Um, we're also on Facebook and Instagram and everywhere else that you'd want to go check. Um, Antscape says, Tom, before you go, how many babies did you get? I don't know. So I know there's one, but I don't, it's hard to say, right? So I've seen one, if you imagine there's one here, there, and the rock's like, hang on, we've got to do this right for the camera. So that's the rock face. I've seen one at the bottom of the rock face where the waterfall is down here. Right, and then the big mother's been up here. I'm pretty sure I saw another one up here, so it could potentially be two. They normally come in batches, um, between like five to ten. You know, you normally get more than just one, so there there could be potentially a few in there. But they, like, I think the ones that I'm seeing are like in the second phase of growth because 
doing my research, they're actually smaller than what I can see there. So if they're in their second stage of growth, they're probably doing their first stage hidden, then they'll molt and then they'll come out and start foraging only at the water's edge. They're not going far yet, staying very close to the crevice where I believe they've been born. Um, and the mother's basically just sat there behind the whole time, which is really, really interesting, actually. Yeah, it's really interesting that um, they're quite good parents. I like. I didn't know how they would. I know crabs tend to like lay their eggs and then just bugger off generally, don't they? But these tend to like the mother is definitely staying around the uh, baby crabs and yeah. I, I should do more research into the behaviors of the mother crabs, but it's been really interesting to watch it. You know, um, I hope I've got a few. I hope I don't have too many because then I'd have to do population control. Um, I do have a spare tank that I could set up for them, or Ryan might end up getting some in the post. Um, I'm just going to go back through things. Thought the rubida and the ruba are nearly the same. You did well with the ruba. But yeah, so ant ramblings. Yeah, my ruba, they're doing really, really, really well, actually, like amazingly well. I'm going to be upgrading their nest very soon, I think. Um, but I just. The rubella is just, I don't know. Like I said, I'd like to get them into a nest, really, just so I can i can have a look in a bit easier, see that everything's going on, that they've got larvae and all of that lot. And then I, I can just monitor it a bit better. I tend to buy, when I buy nests, I tend to buy nests with monitor spaces all inbuilt, just because I do like to have that little bit of reassurance that I haven't let it dry out or whatever. I don't know. I just can't tell you what's going on with my Manica Rubida. Da, 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 da. Also, did I know if there was a pond lion, so you think they would tell you? See, right, so, uh, Ryan, you're asking about the pond liner. The pond liner is actually just, um, what do you call it, a bin liner. It's literally just a bin liner, so it's really thin and easy to tear. But by the looks of it, they've burrowed along the sides of it and not actually torn through it. But the way it's designed is it only lines a certain area and they can dig in front and behind it very easily. Um, it's kind of complicated to explain it without like a 3D model of x-rays and stuff like that. But I'm pretty sure that they've basically gone up and over it in the spaces that it, they've come into contact with it. I can actually see one of the vampire crabs is just walking about on the land right now. Quite cool. Um, very cool, actually. I'm tempted to whip the camera over there. If he comes this way, I'll whip the camera over there and we'll all have a look. But yeah, so um, I've lost my train of thought completely now. Nope, gone. Where are we going? Where are we going? Oh, yeah. So <laughs> the other, the cave that I originally built for them, which is under the big rocks at the front, goes back. Like, it goes, the rocks are like that long, like the length of my hand. And the tunnel goes right back, like almost under the water feeders that I give the ants and stuff. It goes right back. I'm pretty sure they did cut their way 
through the separating layer and into the uh, drainage layer. My brain is just frazzled. I'm absolutely sorry, everyone. My brain's just frazzled. Now, I think they cut their way through the separating layer into the drainage layer because they definitely bring out more gravel out of both of the larger lower down caves they've been bringing out gravel quite routinely so i know they've broken through into the drainage layer slightly irritating but they're crabs so i'm not too concerned about them being submerged in the drainage layer if it you know it might cause issues with the substrate but we'll wait and see um uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, Ant Ramblin's Manicaroo Bidder is the slightly larger um, fire ant species, if you want to call it that. Um, they're larger than... I'm going to get mixed up now. Larger than Rubra, but not, like, massive, basically. They, they sting a bit harder as well. Um, uh... Right, well, there seems to be someone in the chat. We'll just do that. And now you're gone. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. I didn't see that yet. I just need... Yeah, pond liners. Pond liners is just like a thicker plastic, basically, isn't it? But, I don't know. Um... <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry about that. I, I was reading comments further up, and as soon as I saw it, I was like, yeah, lock him, he's gone. We don't want people like that in the stream. But has anyone got any more questions that they want to ask me about anything? I did have, like, a whole list of things that I was going to talk about, but you know what my brain's like when it gets frazzled? It's absolutely gone. Um. Well, the dives are doing pretty well, still eating a lot. I was thinking about getting the liner like crayfish, potentially would. Yeah, Alright, see you later, Big Boss. It's been really great having you here again. I think I will end the stream in a matter of a few minutes. How are the dives coming along? See, the dives are doing really well, even though they lost the queen uh, a month or so ago. They they seem to be doing really well. Actually, I've seen the other queens just just walking about. Like I don't know why, but you know, like it's quite funny because like the nest just explodes with energy and excitement, and then a little queen will come wandering out, and then all the ants just kind of tell her to get back, and she wander back. But I do quite regularly see the queens wandering about at the minute. I think they go from like the higher chambers to the lower chambers on the outside now because like they've. I don't know if they've built, like, the way they've built the nest, it's been, like, they put a layer there with, like, a entrance hole or whatever, and then they'll slap another layer on top of, like, the airspace for them, and then I suppose they'll use that hole to go through and blah, blah, blah. But now they've got layer upon layer upon layer upon layer. I think what they've had to do is, like, make more entrances and like go from one end to the other to get into different sections it's more like a maze than a than a 
like civilized house, whatever. Um, da, 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 da. yeah, it was actually a really good stream tonight, wasn't it? It was great to have a couple of different people on. I enjoyed that. Nice one, too. yeah, it was really good to have you, Jason. Thank you for joining us, and we will speak again soon. And I am going to end the stream there. It's been really great chatting to you all. Thank you all for joining me for another Pit and Table ad chat. Don't forget to join me next week for Ants and Pets. That's going to be a really interesting one, actually. And we've got lots of amazing people lining up on that list now. So make sure you're still uh, signing in every week. Uh, would you get more ants next year? Me? Possibly. I've got a few ideas of things that I'm going to do, but we'll leave it at that for now. Right? I'll get to that when I get to it. But, yeah, it's been absolutely amazing being here. Don't forget to check us out on Spotify. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Twitch and Facebook and all the other social media platforms that we're now on because there's different content on all of it. And if you want to support this then feel free to hit up the Patreon page as well. You get sort of extra perks and stuff like that. So it's really worth a look at and it helps improve the quality of the streams, basically, and everything else that I do. But that's all from me. So as always, I'll see you again, Ant fans. <laughs>